Alright guys, so on this first episode, uh, it's just going to be a, a quick little uh, something about uh, myself and my team, um, because uh, as you know, we're just getting started and uh, I just want to kick it off by kind of introducing everybody to kind of like, you know, my mentality, uh, what my team is, so that uh, we can kind of get that part out of the way. And then, uh, you know, we'll start picking it up with uh, having some uh, some guests on the show and, uh, you know, having some discussions about uh, football and, and as well as their team. And uh, let's get it started. So uh, basically, I am a Green Bay Packers fan. Um, you know, uh, I love the Packers. Uh, they've been my team uh, forever, ever since I got into football. Um, you know, I, I love everything about the Packers, you know, I love the team history, right? Uh, I love, you know, the fact that we won the first two Super Bowls, you know, we've got, you know, Vince Lombardi in our history, the, the, the Super Bowl trophies named after our coach. Um, although, you know, with the way things are going, who knows, um, you know, if everyone can, can kind of see past, uh, some of that, you know, cheating shit that the Patriots like to do. Uh, they may eventually name the fucking trophy after uh, Belichick, but who knows? But anyways, um, so yeah, I'm a big Packer fan. Uh, I'm a huge uh, Brett Favre fan. It's my favorite player of all time. So uh, you know, feel free to you know have fun with that. Uh, whatever you guys want to do. Um, I know there are a lot of Brett Favre haters, but I also know there's a lot of Brett Favre lovers. So. Um, you know, uh, I expect that at some point there'll be uh, people calling in and, and, and leaving messages in regards to uh, to that whole uh, scenario there. Um, but uh, a huge uh, Packer fan, huge cheesehead, and uh, they're going to be the focus of uh, a lot of these um, a lot of these podcast episodes, um, or at least the ones that involve, uh, just me or, uh, other, you know, cheese heads being on here. Um, so let me just, first of all, say that, uh, right now, as it stands at the time of this, uh, recording, it's, it's Monday, January 13th. Okay. And it's just past like, uh, 9 PM, uh, Eastern time. Uh, for those of you that are on the, uh, the West coast and, uh, basically, um, you know, we have, uh, just finished, uh, dispatching the Seattle Seahawks and, uh, yesterday, last night, um, we dispatched them, you know, 28 to 23 in the, uh, divisional round of the, uh, NFC, uh, playoffs. And, uh, I'm super happy about that. Uh, to be honest with you, I uh, I always hold my breath and cross my fingers every time we play the Seattle Seahawks because for some fucking reason, they always get lucky against us. It's like, you know, I don't know if they just carry a fucking leprechaun, uh, you know, everywhere they go or at least whenever they play us, uh, but they always get extremely lucky. Um, I don't even need to, uh, you know, go back to uh, the fail Mary, right? I mean, that's kind of what, um, you know, uh, that's kind of one of the things that, that, that started this whole thing, you know, um, but I think, uh, you know, even before that, that, that NFC championship game that we had, uh, in Seattle where, uh, we were pretty much spanking them and then all of a sudden all that fluke shit started happening, right? 
Um, they had that fake uh, uh, field goal or punt, whatever the fuck that was, um, to score against us. And then, you know, we had uh, just the stupidness of fucking settling for field goals when we were obviously in touchdown striking range and just couldn't punch it in for, for, for touchdowns. I remember watching that uh, with uh, a couple of buddies of mine. Um, especially John, who you're, you're, you guys are probably going to get to know uh, pretty well. Um, he's a fellow cheesehead. And uh, I remember watching that at a Packer bar uh, with John and, and some other buddies. And, you know, I, I remember telling, uh, you know, my friends that, look, you know, if we keep kicking field goals, this game uh, is going to wind up in Seattle's hands somehow. Somehow we're going to end up losing this game. Even though we were dominating throughout the entire game pretty much, uh, I felt like because we were kicking field goals instead of you know uh, punching it in for touchdowns, I felt like that was going to come back to haunt us. And, uh, and sure enough, it did. You know, uh, we had that fucking fluke botched uh, onside kick where our fucking backup tight end goes up for the ball even though he was assigned to block and uh, he doesn't come down with the ball. You know what I mean? He 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 botches it. He botches it, and it ends up in Seattle's hands. They recover the onside kick, and uh, away we go. You know, and sure enough, we end up losing the game in overtime. And uh, you know, a lot of those fluke type things happen when we play Seattle. And so I always hate playing them because I always feel like they're gonna get away with some bullshit like that. Uh, at the end of the game, and it's going to be really hard uh, breaking. I'd rather lose 40 to nothing than, uh, you know, have my heart snatched away at the last minute like that uh, in a game that uh, we clearly uh, should have won. Same thing goes for the fail Mary. I mean, I, I'm sure you guys remember the fail Mary with that uh, fucking replacement ref uh, debacle. Uh, I mean, I, that's that still haunts me to this day. And so uh, that's. You know, uh, those are two of the main reasons why I hate Seattle. You know, uh, I can name a bunch of other things, including Pete Carroll, as reasons why I hate Seattle. Okay, and look, if that offends you as a Seahawks fan, um, one, I'm glad, and two, uh, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? This is fan rant. This is what we do. We get on here, we talk shit about uh, not only other people's teams, but our own teams. You know, shit that we don't like. Uh, that's what we're here to do. We're here to rant, okay? And right now I have the floor and I'm fucking ranting. And I'm ranting about the fact that I hate the Seattle Seahawks and I'm glad we beat them, especially the way we beat them. Uh, we beat them in a way that they feel like they were robbed. And I'm happy with that. I'm perfectly fine with that. I have no qualms with that, okay? And why? Because we've been robbed by Seattle before. Okay, and uh, it feels really, really good to win in that way against Seattle. I, you know, I was hoping it would be a 50 to nothing blowout uh, in the back of my mind. Of course, I didn't, you know, obviously realistically expect it to be a 50 nothing blowout. But hey, I was really, really happy with the way the game turned out because like I said I always want to beat the Seahawks in the most heartbreaking fashion imaginable because that's how they've always beaten us and uh, it w it felt pretty good pretty pretty damn good um, so uh, with that said uh, enough of the uh, Seahawks uh, 
Um, that game was 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 very interesting, uh, actually, because one of the things I uh, actually figured out uh, during the game was that uh, you know Russell Wilson has a very unique style of playing football, and I, I think we all realize that by now. But there was something a little bit deeper about the way the game uh, played out. Um, what I started to notice was that. Uh, although Russell scrambles a lot, and, and, and I wouldn't just say scramble, I would say more so he uh, he manipulates the pocket a lot. He moves around a lot in the pocket, and I think that all started out of necessity. I think he's he's a short guy, he's under six feet tall, and uh, he's got huge linemen that he needs to see over the top of, and uh, sometimes he has a hard time seeing over the top of those guys. So he has to kind of move away, move around, and kind of get to these open lanes where he can actually see down the field. And I kind of figured that that's kind of how he wound up with this sort of playing style, where he just kind of needed all, always to move around just to be able to see downfield. And uh, that led to him to kind of the, the playing style that he has now. But I think it's developed into something more than that, something a little bit more clever and sinister, right? Uh, which is... Uh, I think Russell purposely manipulates the pocket um, just to wear down and wear out uh, defensive linemen, opposing defensive linemen, right? Because here's a guy who literally on every single pass play, uh, you end up having to chase him about twice as long as you normally would a normal quarterback, right? So... I think he purposely moves around a lot in the pocket and scrambles out of the pocket and extends plays, not because he has to, okay, uh, but because he wants to, because he wants the entire defensive line to be chasing him the entire game, because come fourth quarter, those guys have hands on their hips, they're fucking tired, okay, and I saw it, I saw it in full effect, okay, against us last night. I saw our defensive linemen when they were fucking batteries drained, okay? Uh, they looked like a fucking iPhone out there by the end of the day, okay? And trust me, you Apple users know exactly what I'm talking about when I say a fucking iPhone at the end of the day. Because for some strange reason, everyone who has a fucking iPhone, no matter what they use it for always have next to nothing left in battery life at the end of the day, okay? They go half the day on 5%. It's ridiculous. Every time I see someone with an iPhone, their battery is dying. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Uh, anyways, I digress. Bottom line is that Russell, I believe, is uh, developed a plane style that basically wears down opposing defensive linemen, okay? So that by the end of the game, in the fourth quarter, okay, when Seattle's managed to hung around, hung around, hung around, I think that you see a lot of Russell Wilson heroics at the end of games because the defensive line is so fucking tired of chasing this guy. They're gassed. They're out of energy, okay? They can't pursue him any longer, and I think that he takes full advantage of that. And kudos to him. I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm not saying that he's doing anything wrong. I'm saying that he's fucking smart. Yeah, I don't like the Seattle Seahawks, right? 
and I don't necessarily like Russell Wilson, but I have to give him his credit. He is a great quarterback, and on top of that, he's figured out a great strategy that not a lot of people are even realizing he's doing, okay? He's wearing out opposing defensive linemen by running around a lot back there in the pocket, okay? And it fucking uh, it destabilizes the pass rush, okay? It slows it down. It makes it less dangerous, less effective. And I think it's a very smart strategy. And I think that uh, over the next you know, year or two, I think teams will start to break that down and see that, you know, hey, this might be a viable way to play the quarterback position and also, you know, do something on the defensive side to negate that, to, to somehow offset it, okay? Uh, whether it means, you know, substituting your defensive linemen more or just having them play more contained uh, pass rush against him. Uh, I don't know. But uh, basically, uh, you know, <clears throat> teams need to start taking note of that. All right. So the game was uh, interesting, you know. Um, well, let me get something off my chest first of all. Let me get this out of the way right now in uh, this first episode because I know for a fact that, you know, uh, they're going to be, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to have a lot of haters. Okay. The reason I'm going to have a lot of haters and I'm going to especially have a lot of haters, uh, from my own, from fellow cheeseheads. And the reason why is because of what I'm about to say right now. Okay. I am not a big Aaron Rodgers fan. Okay. Uh, I don't take anything away from the guy as a quarterback. In my opinion, when Rodgers is playing his best football, okay, he is the greatest football player uh, at the quarterback position, I should say, best quarterback ever, okay, to play when he's playing at his prime. His peak performance as a quarterback is at a higher level than any other quarterback in the history of the NFL. It's not even close. Okay? Let's just get that straight. I'm not taking anything away from him as a quarterback. All right? What I have against Aaron Rodgers, personality. I don't like the guy as a person, as a teammate. Okay? Why? I think he's selfish, okay? I personally believe that Aaron Rodgers cares more about his stats than he does about winning football games, okay? And I know that's a bold statement, and I know a lot of people are going to talk shit, and they're going to say, how can you say that the man is has, has a million Hail Marys completed? He's, he's done this, he's done that, he has g- gambler ability on Madden. Listen, I don't give a shit. Okay, I don't give a shit about what you say about his lucky Hail Marys that he's completed over the years. Okay, first of all, he wouldn't have been in a Hail Mary situation if he had managed to drive us down the field. Okay, the reason why you're in a Hail Mary situation is because you managed not to drive your team down the field. That's why you're so far away from the end zone at the end of the game. Because you didn't get the ball down the field. Okay? 
So don't give me that crap about these Hail Marys, okay? Um, I've seen plenty of times where Rogers decided to either take a sack or throw an incomplete pass or some bullshit like that instead of taking a chance downfield to win the game at the end of the game, okay? So don't give me that. Please, don't give me that. He threw those Hail Marys out of necessity, out of coaching because he had to, okay? And they were luckily caught. No one can pretend, okay, for a minute to say that they've mastered, they've figured out, okay, how to throw the perfect Hail Mary, okay? Or how to complete a Hail Mary every time. That's ridiculous, guys. Don't be, don't be fools, Okay, don't be fools. All right, I, I want to call you idiots for believing that, but I'll just say, don't be fools. Okay, so <clears throat> now that I've said that, all right, Aaron Rodgers to me is a bad teammate. Okay, um, we've had plenty of ex teammates come out and talk shit about him. Okay, and you can say, oh, those guys are haters because they didn't get paid in Green Bay or they're no longer there or they're jealous or blah, blah, blah. Okay, listen, guys leave teams all the time. Okay, guys leave teams every single year. Okay, and it's not every single guy that leaves a team comes out and says, you know, oh, my quarterback, he was selfish. He was a prima donna. He was he had this ego, you know, that you guys don't know about. Blah blah blah. Okay? No, you don't hear that every time. Alright? <coughs> you don't hear that every time. So don't tell me that it's just because they're ex teammates of his and they just want to hate on him. Alright? Don't give me that shit. Alright. So <coughs> listen. There are plenty of ex-teammates of Aaron Rodgers that will tell you that, hey, look, you know, the guy is the type of guy who's super sensitive. You can't say anything bad about him or else he gets into his feelings, all right? And he'll he'll talk a lot of shit, you know what I mean? He'll talk a lot of shit whenever someone else uh, has done something wrong, right? Whenever a receiver drops a pass or offensive lineman misses a block, or something like that. He's quick to get on them and yell and, and, and scream and point the finger, okay? But when it comes to him making a mistake, uh, it's, you know, it's no big deal. You know, I'm, I'm Aaron Rodgers, okay? That I don't like, okay? I, it's all right to be arrogant. I have no problem with a talented player being arrogant, let me repeat that. I have no problem with a talented player being arrogant, okay? What I don't like is when that arrogance is taken to the extreme when it comes to um, comparing the way you treat others um, when they make a similar mistake, okay? That's what I don't like. It's one thing to say, hey, I'm Aaron Rodgers when you make a mistake. But it's another thing to, you know, yell at an offensive lineman for missing a block. Okay? I don't like that. And uh, I never will. And I feel like, you know, that's what Aaron Rodgers is all about. It's all about himself. 
Um, so take that for what it's worth, okay? Uh, the guy's a great quarterback, and I'm a huge Brett Favre fan, my favorite player ever, right? And listen, I know that in terms of quarterback play, Brett Favre is nowhere near as good as Aaron Rodgers, okay? But guess what, guys? If I had a game on the line, I'm choosing Brett Favre. If, if I had to play one football game for my life, okay, I'm choosing Brett Favre as my quarterback. The reason I'm choosing Brett Favre as my quarterback is not because he's a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers, okay? No, it's not. It's because I know that good old country boy Brett Favre is going to give me every single thing he has to win the football game, okay? He's going to give me his heart and soul. He's going to give me everything he has and then some, all right, to win that game. I'm not so sure about Aaron Rodgers. I'm not so sure Aaron Rodgers is going to give me everything he wants or everything he has uh, to win the football game that pretty much has my life uh, hanging in the balance, okay? I don't, I don't feel that way. I don't feel like Aaron Rodgers plays every game like it's do or die, like it's his last fucking game, his last gasp of air. No, I don't. I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, you can, you can say what you want. You can have your, your opinion on that. It doesn't matter. That's what we're here for, okay? We're fans. We're not supposed to be accurate, okay? We're supposed to be crazy in love with the things that we're crazy in love with, right? We're supposed to be irrational, emotional, right? So that's my argument for, uh, you know, w what I would do in a situation where I had the one game... Uh, to save my life, I would choose Brett Favre. I feel like he's going to give me everything he's got to win me the game, okay? So if I lose the game, I can't say it, it was because he didn't try. And I feel like Aaron Rodgers sometimes doesn't try, period. And, uh, you know, you can say what you want about that. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, so now that I've uh, finished ranting about uh, the Seattle Seahawks, Aaron Rodgers... And the difference between him and uh, uh, Brett Favre. Um, I kind of wanted to get those things off my chest first because uh, it's the first episode and I kind of want to get you guys familiar with, uh, you know, who I am as a fan and what you'll be hearing a lot of uh, on this podcast. Um, you'll hear me talk a lot of shit uh, about Aaron Rodgers, even though he plays for my team. Okay, and don't get it twisted. It doesn't mean that I would rather every other quarterback in the NFL over Aaron Rodgers. Are you fucking crazy? I still realize how great the guy is. All right, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He is the most efficient quarterback of all time. And when he's playing at his very best in football uh, about three, four years ago, uh, that is the highest quarterback in level anyone's ever achieved, okay? That's undeniable. The guy was that fucking great, okay? And on top of that, he has the greatest arm talent we've ever seen in NFL history. The guy can literally make all the throws and then even invent some, okay? He literally 
can make any throw from any angle, all right, accurately, all right, when he's playing at his best, okay? So arm talent-wise, there's never been a more talented quarterback than Aaron Rodgers when we're talking about playing the quarterback position, when we're talking about arm strength, accuracy, mobility, decision-making, okay? When we're talking about all those things combined, Listen, there's no one better than Aaron Rodgers with all of those things combined. Okay, I'm not taking anything away from him. The guy is a great quarterback, one of the best that's ever played the position. Okay, so let me just be very, 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 very clear on that. Okay, so... All of you Aaron Rodgers lovers out there, all you Stephen A. Smiths, all you bad man, okay, out there can kind of, you know, get off my fucking nuts off of that shit, okay? Yeah, he's my quarterback, and obviously I wouldn't trade him for 95% of the league, okay? But it doesn't mean that I have to fucking ride his nuts and love the guy like fucking, you know, butter, okay, so, let's just get that straight, uh, now, talking about the Packers, and ranting about the Packers, okay, obviously, I just ranted about one of the biggest things I think's wrong with the Green Bay Packers, uh, and that is, you know, Aaron Rodgers' ego, all right, his personality, I think if he wasn't the way he is, um, you know, we would have won at least another championship by now. Um, I think that he butt heads with Mike McCarthy because of his personality. Okay. Um, so let's, let's, let me, let me just start talking about my team. Let's get off that uh, topic for now. Let's just get to, uh, the Green Bay Packers and what I think of them and, uh, you know, w- w- where I think we are, where I think we're going and, uh, you know, just the, the, the organization as a whole. Okay, um, listen, I personally do not know, um, you know, what we were thinking, uh, hiring this guy, Matt LaFleur, okay, uh, look, um, he seems like an okay guy, however, um, I'm not very impressed with his offense. I'm not very impressed at all. Okay. Now granted. Look. I understand that we don't have. Uh, the type of weapons. Uh, on offense as we used to. Okay. I understand that. Okay. As far as I'm concerned. What a lot of people forget. Uh, is that in my opinion. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, at one point in his career. Had in my opinion the best uh, receiving core in NFL history, okay? And I'm going to name some receivers that he had, and keep this in mind, this, this, this part of the phrase, okay? The part of the phrase is, at the same time, okay? Keep that in mind. I'm going to list a name, uh, a bunch of receivers, and I want you to keep in mind that he had all these receivers at the same time, 
okay? Uh, he had uh, Greg, who I like to call Greg Big Play Jennings, okay? He had Greg Jennings, all right? And he had Donald Driver, okay? Donald Duke and a Driver, as Chris Berman would say, okay? He had Jordy Nelson, okay? He had James Jones, okay? And he also had Randall Cobb, okay? He had all five of those receivers at the same time, okay? Let me repeat that. At the same time, okay? So, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is accustomed to having weapons, and lots of them, okay? Now, uh, none of that's there anymore in Green Bay. Yeah, that's all gone, okay? So, the only person left now is Devontae Adams, one of the best receivers in the league, has one of the best footwork slash route running ability uh, in the league, okay? Some of the best hands in the league as well. Outstanding receiver. Clear number one receiver. Clear. Okay? Um, however, after him, it, it falls off a cliff. We don't have much weapons. Okay? Jimmy Graham is inconsistent at best. Okay? Mercedes Lewis is pretty much a blocking tight end. All right? Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantlin. Listen... We had high hopes for that kid, all right? He made a couple of plays here and there. But the guy's, he's nothing special. At least not now. At least not while we don't have a true number two receiver. Maybe if he was a number three receiver in a slot somewhere, yeah, you know, he might he might do a few things. But to be the clear number two, he's just not there. He just doesn't have it, okay? At least not now. I don't know what he could be, but look. He's not a clear number two receiver. Okay. Let's just get that straight. All right. Uh, outside of Devontae Adams, we really have no weapons. Okay. Not not in the receiving core. Okay. Now, Aaron Jones is something. Of course he is. You know, I hated on him for a little bit. But, you know what? He's grown on me. Okay. He's grown on me. I like him. He's a scat back. You know, he's got a little juice. Um... You know, one of the things I always didn't like about him is for a guy that's, you know, pretty shifty, he never really broke a lot of long runs. But, you know, he's starting to pick that up. He's starting to get one here and there. So, you know, uh, he's coming along. You know, I like the way he's developed. He's tough. He's very good in the blocking game. Okay? He is very... He's a, he's a pretty good blitz, uh, blitz you know, uh, picker-upper. Okay, uh, back there in the backfield. All right, picks up the blitz pretty nicely for the most part. Okay, for such a small guy too. Okay, uh, I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Um, so I like Aaron Jones. I think that um, he's not an every down back, but he is definitely uh, a good running back. He's, he's, he's definitely a good running back. Uh, is he a top five back in the league? No. 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 Come on. Okay. Uh, 
But he's a good starting running back. And let's just leave it at that. Let's not hype him up to be something that he's not. Okay? Um, I believe that a lot of uh, his success this year has come due to the fact that um, I think teams have always been a little bit more afraid of Aaron Rodgers uh, than um, they should be in the past couple of years. Okay, so um, because of the respect that Aaron Rodgers commands when he steps onto the field, it makes the run game a little bit easier at times, not all the time, at times. Okay, Um, let's go to our offensive line. Look, um, (coughs) David Bakhtiari is one of the best left tackles in the business. Okay. Very good, very good, excellent, excellent pass blocker, excellent football player, all right? Um, Our offensive line isn't that bad uh, this year. Uh, The past couple of years, they've been pretty bad. Rodgers has gotten fucked up back there, okay? Um, And they've picked it up, you know? I like what I'm seeing from the offensive line this year. Um, They're pretty decent. Listen, the problem I have with our offensive line is Brian Balaga. This guy, I mean, look, if if a turtle farts, this guy gets injured, okay? I don't know what it is about him, but he's just so injury prone uh, lately that I, I, I don't even know what to, what to say, what to do. This guy, he just can't stay on the fucking field, okay? He's like Mr. Glass all of a sudden. I don't get it. But anyways... Um, he's a great player when he's, you know, healthy and, uh, and can stay on the field and he's not, you know, fucking, you know, breaking his fingers while washing them. Okay. Uh, so look, um, the offensive line is decent. The, uh, our rookie guard, you know, um, uh, Angleton, that guy is going to be a good player. He's going to be a good player. He's made some rookie mistakes this year. He's gotten, you know, I think like nine penalties uh, this year, um, which, you know, in my opinion, that's not that bad for a rookie uh, offensive lineman. So, you know, that's less than one penalty a game. I'll take it. Um, <clears throat> but he's a good player, and he's going to get better. He's, he's only a rookie. So, you know, I have I have some hope for the offensive line. They they look decent. You know, um, we just need maybe maybe one more guy. You know, maybe one more solid starter uh, along that offensive line, and maybe a, a nice solid young backup um, could help out when fucking Balaga gets you know injured eating fried chicken again. Um, so, you know, for the most part. I think that that's, you know, our, our offense in a nutshell. You know, we don't have enough weapons um, to really um, make defenses fear us, but we have enough firepower between the passing game of Rodgers, Devontae Adams, okay, and the running game of Aaron Jones and a pretty decent offensive line. Now, let's get to the defense, okay? Because that's what I really want to talk about. Because our defense is fucking good. Okay? I love our defense. Alright? And this is the first year in this scheme. Okay? (coughs) Listen. 
I like what I'm seeing. Okay. I like the way we drafted. Okay. I like the, the players that we have in the secondary. Um, I like the money that we spent in the offseason on the defensive line uh, or, or I should say pass rushers. And I liked, uh, you know, picking up Adrian Amos from uh, the Bears. I like giving away uh, Clinton Dix. You know, I think that guy was just not working out. Um, and I like Amos, okay? Uh, I like our defense. I feel like our defense can be a really top-notch defense in this league. Um, and it's only their first year, and they've pretty much carried our team all year long. Um with the absence of this this offense, this inept offense that we have, okay, um, and look, the one problem I have with our 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 defense, okay, is Blake Martinez. Look, I know a lot of people like this guy, okay, and I can see why he looks like a good guy. He looks like a guy that works hard. He's got great work ethic. Okay, he almost led the league in tackles this year. I mean, he led all the way up to like week 17. Okay, he reminds me a lot of like a Zach Thomas, a guy that just makes a lot of fucking tackles. Okay, he's not very fast, not very big, not very strong. He just he does his job when the ball carrier comes his way, he brings him to the fucking ground. Okay. And, <clears throat> listen, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not taking anything away from him as a uh, football player, okay? What I will say is that I don't like him in our scheme because I feel as though if we had someone that was more athletic at that linebacker position in the middle there, uh, we would be a much better defense, Okay, I feel like Blake Martinez um, <clears throat> is a guy who works hard enough and is smart enough to know where he should be. He just doesn't get there fucking quick enough. Not for me. Okay, he's not athletic enough to basically blow plays up. Let me let me just kind of like. See if I can say this a little bit more clearly. He's the type of guy that can see what's happening and dissect it, but he's just so slow that the play ends up getting a yard or two more than it should. Okay? That's my problem with him. He's not athletic. He's not athletic enough. Okay? When you're an athletic freak, you can actually make up for mistakes with your athleticism, okay? When all you have is brains, look, I get it. You can make plays with just your brain, okay? However, today's football is a little bit different. You also need to be athletic, okay? It's not enough to just be smart and fucking slow, Okay, there are no more Larry Foots. There are no more James Farriers in the league. Okay, there are no more Zach Thomases in the league. All right, you have Luke Keekleys now. Okay, guys that are not just smart but fast. All right, 
And you need both in today's NFL. All right? Blake Martinez doesn't have both. He's smart. He's just not athletic or fast. Okay? And look, in another scheme somewhere, maybe, that could work. But not here. And the reason why not here is because he's typically, we're in nickel and dime formations where he's the only fucking linebacker on the field. And he's... uh you know, tasked with guard in the middle of the field, and he's just not athletic enough to do it. And I don't like that, all right? And look, I'd rather see another linebacker in there. I feel like we'll get better results with a better linebacker in there, or more, a more athletic linebacker in there, okay? And again, Blake, uh, if for some strange fucking reason you ever happen upon this podcast and, and you hear these comments... Look, it's nothing against you, buddy. Okay? Great work ethic. You're a great guy. I'm sure you're a great teammate. And everybody loves you. You're just not athletic enough, buddy. I'm sorry. Okay? I still love you. Okay? But just not athletic enough. Okay. So, defensively, we brought in the Smith brothers to rush the passer. Zadarius Smith is a fucking monster. I love that guy. I love that guy. I love that guy. Unfucking blockable. Great motor. Okay. Uh, Preston, on the other hand, I don't see the energy. I don't see the enthusiasm. I don't see the. I don't see the Tasmanian devil in him. Okay. I don't. All right. I see it with Zadarius. It's like a bat out of hell. Okay. But I don't see it from Preston. Preston, you need to step your game up. You need to step your game up. Okay? I don't know what you need to do. If you need to, you know, I, I really don't know. And I, and, and, I, and I don't want to insult anybody by, you know, making some offbeat uh, analogy. All right? All I'm going to say is he needs to play with a little bit more energy. Okay? And if, if he did... And he got the same type of results that Darius Smith uh, is getting right now. Then I mean, hands down, we'd be we'd be a top five defense, okay. But either way, I like my defense. I love my defense, and I feel like we're only gonna get better, okay. Kenny Clark, I love that guy, okay. Great presence in the middle. All right, I love Zaire Alexander. I think that Kevin King is a very good corner. I think that he's going to get better. I think that he makes a lot of mistakes, but they're mistakes that can be corrected. Okay? Um, and we have Darnell Savage, the rookie. I love this kid. I loved him the minute we, we drafted him. Okay? I, 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 I can't say enough about this this kid can be our next Nick Collins, okay? That's what he reminds me of. He reminds me of Nick Collins. And for those of you who are cheeseheads, for those of you who are old enough to know who Nick Collins is, and I can't believe I have to even say old enough, okay? Because now I even I feel old because of that. But Nick Collins, fucking great safety, on his way to having a Hall of Fame career. And that shit was cut short by a neck injury. But anyways, I digress. Darnell Savage. Great young safety. I feel like he's going to get better, obviously. Um, 
first year was not too shabby. Adrian Amos. I already said I liked him. Okay. Um, I like our defense. I like our defense. And I feel that it's been carrying our offense all year long. And they need to get more credit. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know what, I've, I've, I've talked way too long. It's been like almost 45 minutes. So I'm going to end this episode here. I mean, now you guys kind of know what the podcast is going to be mostly like. Okay. <coughs> it's going to be a lot of complaining. Okay. A lot of shit talking, a lot of cursing. All right. A lot of rambunctious carrying on. All right. But hopefully some of you guys will find it entertaining and you'll be able to call in or send in your uh, your thoughts and opinions and we'll go back and forth and we'll make this thing a thing. Right. And uh, hopefully we'll get some enough people to join in to make this thing really fun. All right. So, again, thank you guys for checking out uh, Fan Rant and uh, that's Fan Rant with a PH. Okay, and uh, this is Cypad, this is Cy, okay, uh, tuning off, signing off, whatever the hell you want to call it, alright, whatever podcasters call it, alright, uh, so I'll catch you next time, alright, see you soon, peace.